Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what we can learn from the Uber and Lyft initial public offerings. Both companies have grown to the point where they have a strong share of market globally in just a few short years. Both companies, though, have seen a lukewarm demand for their stock post-IPO. Both Uber and Lyft have never been profitable. One of the stated reasons that both Uber and Lyft have not achieved profitability is that the two companies have been locked in a battle over market share. If one company could achieve commanding market dominance, it would seal their fate for years to come. Lyft went public on March 29th, and their shares are currently trading 42% below the peak shortly after the IPO. The company just announced their first quarter results as a public company. Ridership increased 7% in the quarter, but the company lost $1.1 billion for the quarter. The picture's not that much different at Uber. The company went public last week, and they too are losing money at a breathtaking pace. Uber is trying to play an even bigger game by expanding into multiple vertical segments with everything from meal delivery to freight. The sharing economy has launched dozens of startups that are attempting to become the Uber of whatever it is. I appreciate what Uber has accomplished. Their product is a good one, and I'm a regular customer when I travel. While many investors have been impressed by the sheer scale of the business compared with the size of Lyft, which is mostly in the U.S. and not as diversified, Uber's losses are stunning. In 2018, Uber reported an operating loss of $3 billion on revenue of $11.3 billion, and its accumulated deficit has reached nearly $8 billion at the end of last year. Uber said in its roadshow presentation that it expects losses in 2019 to increase as it continues to invest. So here's why we're looking at these two companies. I speak to investors on a regular basis. I'm trying to imagine myself having a conversation with an investor where I tell them we're going to have an operating loss of $8 billion well before we transition to profitability. In the meantime, we're going to focus on market share, and when we've got millions of customers, we're going to take the company public. We'll all get rich from the IPO as new investors step in and buy the new shares. The company will be worth billions. I'm trying to imagine having that conversation with the most sophisticated angel investors in Silicon Valley and the top-tier venture capitalists. I'm trying to imagine myself not getting thrown out of the room. Now, perhaps that's a little bit unfair because I doubt the early conversations truly foresaw a loss of $8 billion followed by an IPO. But here's what the broader market is saying to the likes of Uber and Lyft. We want to see profitability. The market has been extremely tolerant of companies like Netflix, Tesla, and Uber. Somehow, these companies have been able to raise billions of dollars on a promise that has never been proven. Part of that promise is profitability. And delivering the product and gaining market share is incredibly difficult. I applaud all of those companies for what they've managed to accomplish. But investors aren't investing for the product or the service. They're investing for profit. And profit is at the core. The only way Uber and Lyft can achieve profitability is by raising fares. To maintain market share, they need a price advantage compared with traditional licensed taxis. If that price gap gets too narrow, then the number of riders will fall and we'll see revenue fall. The issue always comes back to economic fundamentals. In the case of Uber, the critical concept is price elasticity of demand. If I'm looking for a drive to the airport, I evaluate the cost of a ride to the airport and back and compare that against the cost of parking my own car at the airport. If the ride is too expensive, I'll just take my own car. These days, I will take an Uber, but that's because Uber is subsidizing my ride. Uber is choosing deliberately to take a loss in order for me to save money on parking. That's not a sustainable business model. 
Not only do these companies need to achieve operating profitability, they need to generate positive cash flow. I honestly can't imagine proposing a real estate project to investors with the kind of blue sky dream that Uber and Lyft have been pushing for years. Raising more money is prudent, of course, to extend the runway to profitability, but there are limits to the runway that most investors will consider reasonable. Uber's been operating for 10 years. In that decade, they've generated $8 billion in losses. How do you spin that into a story for investors? Are you lining up for that investment? It certainly wouldn't be me. Now that they're public, I believe they're going to come under immense pressure to generate profits and cash flow. The fall in stock price is a reflection of how the broader market is viewing the story. As you think about that, focus on your profitability and positive cash flow. That's the lifeblood of any business. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.